Hey everyone, Drew here. Before we jump into this week's new episode with John Capello, which is, by the way, awesome, I and everyone here at Doltmeyer Sales want to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. And without further ado, let's start the show. And we're back with another episode of Doltmeyer Radio at the Doltmeyer Radio Studios in Omaha, Nebraska. And boy, oh boy, this holiday edition of Doltmeyer Radio, I've got a special guest, good friend of mine. John Capello here. He is the manager of the production department. And uh, John, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Drew. It's great to be here. I got to do you your justice here for a second. We got to do the John song intro here. Right. There we go. There it is. That's it. Yeah, oh, that's it. Man, I feel we, important. Now man. we got it. Now we're, now we're ready, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we dive into the production here, why don't you just, you know, tell the audience, you know, how long have you been here at Doltmeyer? I've been here for almost 32 years, right out of high school. Isn't that something? Yeah. My boss, Phil, he got me a job right out of high school and I haven't left. Where'd you first start, I guess, right? Yeah. So, of course, it was the busy season here, which is, you know, peak, right, right about March. And they were down in the shipping department. So... I I was working at a company called Food Flesh, and Phil asked me if I wanted to work for him. And I'm like, sure. So I came over here and really loved what I did. Pretty crazy. A lot has changed in 31 years. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, they, we probably didn't have this second building over here 32 years ago, right? No, I think the building's right about the 9, 10 years now. So That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, as a matter of fact, we have three warehouses in our first building, and now we have this new warehouse here. And when I started here, the third warehouse, we'd play basketball in there. Whenever there was a storm out, people would park their cars in there so they wouldn't get hail damage. It was just a wide open building. I bet. We, it, it, it was really packed right around January for the busy season. But as soon as the busy season that was over, it was, over, yeah. it was the playground. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy to, to look back and, and see how Dolmeyer has grown over the years, you know, nineteen. 19- 34. Yeah. You know, you, you look back at some of the stuff back in that time, and there's a Vallis pumpkin patch here in, in town. They have one of our Daltmeyer wagons. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so you look at back at that wagon, and you think about the men and women working here when that thing was put together. Time goes by pretty quick, you know, but 32 years, right? That's a, that is some time, man. Yeah. As a matter of fact, most guys that work here in production weren't even born back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I could probably say that's probably true. Yeah, so the growth has been, you know, our warehouse three is constantly packed, and now we have our new building. And when we first started off in the new building here, we had a fraction of the shelves that were put in. Every year we add another set of racking. I would probably tell you at this growth, we'll be looking at a building three here in Omaha oh, before you know goodness. it. So yeah, exciting. Well, yeah, it really is. In the production department itself, there's a lot of things that you guys are doing in your day-to-day. Constantly changing, yes. Um, you know, you go out in the field and you see a need for one of our customers has a request we kind of evaluate it see if if we could give them a service and next you know we're uh building new equipment for them and and offering to all our other customers and just to emphasize this this is across all our divisions right so there's projects for the ag division there's projects for the wash even in industrial there's i mean it's just busy here. Absolutely. Um, Department of Roads has changing needs. We do a sure. lot of stuff with them. Our agricultural has been taken off in all different directions. It's crazy. Technology, of course, helps leverage new ideas, and we got to come up with solutions to help with that as well. Yeah, so for those of you that don't have the opportunity to be in the Doltmeyer warehouse right now, there is a, a project that's on the floor with uh, some solar panels over there for the Ag. It's a Praxidine unit that, we've, that they've set up, right? So that's, that's a custom build, right? Yeah, that's correct, and really cool. 
cool. These farmers, instead of having to go to the plant to get their product, they bring the plant to them. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and they can meter it right out there. They, it just depends. Maybe one field has one chemical need and the other field has a different one. They just blend it as they go. Yeah, it is very neat. Yeah, I think that's what's so special about this production uh, department here is that you guys are constantly coming up with troubleshooting and projects and, and you're working with, like you said, like de-ice department, you know, the, the government and municipalities doing the brines and, and ag projects and doing things with the wash. It's just, uh, it seems like every day is a new day, you know, every week, just different projects are coming in here. Yeah, fortunately, we have salesmen who, who listen to their customers and they come up with all these crazy ideas that, hey, so-and-so would like this, what do you think? Or so-and-so would like that. So they're constantly challenging us to uh, create, let's say that. And, sure. And, you know, oh, yeah. sometimes we hit a home run and every once in a while we'll, oh, we'll strike well, yeah. out. That's so, kind of how it works. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But um, it's, it's, it's always fun. And how many guys are, you'd say, working here at production? Well, we have, we have all together 10 people that work here. And, you know, all the way from wiring panels up to welders. Yeah. We have guys who specialize in painting. I mean, it's, it's a very diverse group of guys. And, you know, every day you have to ask something different of them. So they're always <laughs> always tuning up their skills. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, besides the builds, right, there's repairs, right? I'm sure there's tons of service people asking for different things that they can do. What are some of the things, you know, just to give people an idea of uh, some of the services some of the, that you guys handle? Yeah, great question. When we opened up the service department here, one of our vendors said that we would be doing our customers great justice by being able to service the equipment that we sold. As we started doing that, we found out that there's other, let's call maybe competitors or other people who design something similar to ours that maybe use the same components, but they don't service theirs. So now we also service- The uh, competitors. Competitors. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's in our catalog and it's something that, you know, pumps or, or anything like that, we'll, and, we, and we could get the parts and pieces, we'll help out our customers and, and service anybody's equipment. Uh, works out really good for them because we build a relationship sure. and it always seems like the next time they need a piece of equipment like that, they buy ours yeah. because they, they know that we're going we to take care, uh, take care of them. Exactly. Yeah. That's something that I don't think, like you said, like our competitors, different industries, you know, that's something that sets us apart. Absolutely. You know. Yes, it is. And, you know, every once in a while you'll get into something that's discontinued or can't repair it. You always feel bad for the guy and ends up happening is we'll find a way to MacGyver it for him to get him through the season. And MacGyver it. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. That's the way to do it right there. So we, we try to, again, uh, we take a lot of pride in, in creating the uh, relationship with our customers and then maintaining that. Yeah. And if that means we have to fix something, we're going to fix it for you. You know, I guess one of the questions that if we had a peanut gallery over here, we're looking at, we had a live one, they would probably ask like, so what's the, the time frame? you know, like a service a vehicle, winterize it. What's the turnaround time that, you know? Another good question. So we are a business to business outfit here. And so if somebody's broke down, that means their business ain't running. So what we like to do is we like to say that within the first week, we're going to look at your piece of equipment. And of course, we don't always have every part available. Sure. So we have to order that. And if the customer's in a hurry, he's down. So he we next day it if we have to. Sure. But we like to have a two week turnaround. Oh, that's pretty good. Typically much quicker than that. Now we have a lot of parts and pieces in stock here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, a lot of times we'll call a customer back and he's like, man, I mean, I just dropped that off. I haven't got back to the shop yet. <laughs> so we, we, we try to take care of them. You know, like I said, we one week for sure, we're going to look at your parts and pieces. Yeah, and, that's pretty impressive. And if, if we have them, we're going to probably have it fixed within that time as well. Yeah, and, and just to be clear to the audience here is that if you ever come out, come visit John, I mean, they're constantly working on things here. So, if, you know, that outlook of, you know, one week, two weeks getting things lined up for you, I mean, that's uh, kudos to you guys, you know. 
Yeah, it's, you know, everyone stays busy and sometimes it is a little hectic. If we have to, we'll put some overtime in. Again, we take a lot of pride in, in the fact that our customers depend on us to run their businesses. And so we, we can't really have them be down too long. If they are, you know, then we got to get them up and going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to that, they're down and out. I mean, even looking at the ag industry with all the supply chain strain that's been going on, not just ag, I'm talking, you know, all across the board, everywhere, everyone's feeling the, the strain. I've been assured that uh, our inventory going into next year is strong and we've got a lot of uh, products and parts just available where our competitors probably will fall short on. I'm glad you brought that up because I was very impressed with our desire to take care of our customers. You know, when you're going into an economy where you're uncertain of what's going on and recognizing that you're having the supply chain issues that we're having, we decided that we were going to up our inventory even higher than we normally would. Yeah, that's right. Just to take care of these um, customers as products that they need come up. So when we're doing the ordering, I, I order a lot of products for the production department and I'm up and everything. Like I'm, I'm looking back, well, we sold this many last year and they're telling me, oh, buy a whole year's worth and then buy another 10%. So we're, we're, good. we're yeah. stocking the shelves. Yeah, and, we are. And we have been bit by some supply chain issues and that is causing yeah. some back orders. And again, nobody wants, yeah. you know, everyone wants that instant gratification. We exactly. want, We want to buy it. We want to have it. So we got to make sure that we got that inventory on the shelf for them. Well, now that uh, winter is slowly coming up uh, here, even though today is like 65, right? Like uh, <laughs> a week before Christmas, right? But uh, a lot of the guys trying to, uh, especially like winterization, right? Have you, have you started seeing those guys come in, try to winterize their equipment? Yeah, I would probably say we're, if we have man, 15, 20 of our skid units. We have a lot of lawn companies, local lawn companies. Yeah. That one of the services that we offer is, you know, bring your equipment in when you're done at the end of the year instead of, a week before you need it come springtime. And we've started, I hate to use the word train, but we train, we're <laughs> yeah. training our customers to be proactive on their side of it. Well, that's good. So then if we don't have the parts and pieces, there's not a scramble. They should be able to save money because we're not next day in parts and pieces. Yeah. Not to mention that they're going to be able to take care of their customers because their unit will be there. So, so what we do is we go through, depending on what level of service they want, we'll go through the whole entire unit. We'll check the hoses out. We'll check all the fittings. We'll service the pump. Mm. We'll change the oils and the gas and, and filters if need be. And then what we'll do is we'll test everything out and then we antifreeze it. When they come pick it up, that unit is ready to go. If they want to stick it out in their garage, it's not going to freeze. And they're and ready for season. And they're ready for the season. So as soon as they start seeing the you know snow melt and the sun's coming out longer, they they put that unit in the back of their truck and they're helping their customers. Yeah, and, I, I would imagine fine. it only takes one instance of trying to, hey, I need this thing next week or tomorrow and, and then then figuring out it'd probably be a better idea to you know be proactive for absolutely well make no mistake we'll still get those guys come spring time <laughs> yeah. that, that they they need their oh i didn't i didn't think ahead of time and and uh, i need you to hurry up and help me out and we're going to take care of them too but it's it doesn't always work as well if you're if you're uh, got one of them special units that we don't have parts sitting here in stock. So the 32 years there john how many of those 32 have you been the commander in chief here in the production Okay, I think it's been right at the September. It was at the 19 years I've been managing this department. Yep. Yeah. So I started off in shipping, then I went up to sales for a while, and then I couldn't sit down at a, <laughs> no, day, I can't at a see desk. You down. So uh, there was an opening in a production department, and um, I started there and found my true love, and you know, just just been very fortunate to be part of the production team yeah. ever since. Yeah. So now those 19 years, has there been a project that just comes to mind of like, man, this was incredible project that just highlights you just remember has there been a project that you've done 
Well, yeah, you know, probably several projects that share the same type of um, excitement for me, and that's when we build things in large quantity. Okay. My mind works in how I could be efficient. When I have the opportunity to build a lot of stuff at once, you start being able to figure out, oh, we could really do this. Ramp it up and scale and ramp it. it up. And you know what's great about that is that spreads throughout everything we do. You come up with new methods. You know, I, I guess I call it the Henry Ford thing with the assembly oh, yeah. line. You come sure. up with new methods of how you could do it, and then it goes into other projects that you did or that, that you're going to do. Yeah. And so we, we want to have the most quality in our projects that we possibly could have. We want to have it done in a timely manner, but there's always the challenge of how you can make that better. And when you're doing something in large quantities, it everything just seems to come out. Right? Yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. um, we, we've done some big um, de-ice projects that yeah. we were able to build, you know, 20, 30 of these brine systems, which are real, relatively large systems. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a fun project. We had uh, another one of our agricultural customers that were redoing their whole entire plant, and we had literally like 30 pumps all different <laughs> sizes from 100 horse down to 50 horse. Oh. And when we had them all lined up and we took a picture, and this was before Photoshop, so I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, but yeah, yeah. it was so impressive. And, and then nowadays you could just hit mirror image, mirror image. Oh, and exactly. Make it look they like just that, like copy and paste it all in there. Exactly. But, but back when that happened, that was a really cool project. We had some really neat opportunities for the petroleum projects that we were doing back when they were rail unload projects oh yeah that we were doing and a lot of pump units for them diesel pump petroleum pumps it's things amazing like that. how like you know like you said not even just size sometimes they're just so detailed with what needs to happen in these projects and these custom builds and once you put one together it kind of stays in your memory of like you said like you know how to scale maybe for another one or sure. you know so there's pretty interesting yeah it's fun to do and again we got a great group of guys so when you're on those big projects, we're all working together on them. So there's a little bit of that team building. But, but, and but let's, yeah. let's be honest, we're all razzing each other too at the same time. Yeah. And you spend more time with, with your work partners right. than you do at home, right? Oh, yeah. So you got to have fun doing it. How about some nightmare scenarios on projects? Have you? Yeah, there's been a few nights, sleepless nights from some of these projects. You know, every once in a while we'll have a customer who wants something that's so detailed and so special, but they don't really know what they want. Sure. So they're leaning on us to use our ingenuity and help them discover it. And then you get to the you know 50 yard line and then they change something now you're back you know uh, yeah. and so we've had a few of those where you know when you got the project all the way done and you look back at it you'd have been like man i would have done that a little bit different sure but again that's in the you know we, we all want things to be great and sometimes when you're doing a custom project you'd probably be like if i was to do two of these the second one would be great the mm. first one was adequate yeah but our customers are you know they're always impressed with them so usually that's just a Maybe a pride issue of I could have done better on that. Yeah, yeah. And looking at this upcoming new year, is there any projects that are already kind of lined up that you're excited about across the divisions? Sure. Well, there's some automation projects that are going to be new to us that we're working on right now. Last year, we set up a test facility in the back corner, and it's been great because now we're able to put all the units that we developed through the full test that our customers would be. And that really helps us out a lot because, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know, and you're sure. working on something, you realize this ain't working right, and then, you know, you fix it there. Yeah. Where now we're able to create the same atmosphere that our customers are working in oh, while, nice. while we're testing our new products, it's just so we we're hitting home runs when we're sending those sure. things out. And then we, we just put up some new racking. We have some other automation projects that we're working on. Proxydine, as you know, oh, and yeah. we have some yeah. we have some different frames that we're putting together for just chemical handling, some okay. inductors and things like that that are new to the market. It's just constantly evolving too. You know, like the different technologies that are coming around, and you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just kind of like IT. You know, everything's changing. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you get a couple of years out of computer, and a new system comes by. Same exact thing in the markets there in the car wash market now. You could use your telephone to pay 
Yeah, that tapping pay. You know, back about like you know ten years ago, everyone was all excited because they were able to put a dollar bill in one of those instead of putting <laughs> tokens. So yeah, it's it's changed a lot, and you know it'll keep changing as new technology comes out. There's always new ways that we can do our jobs. So oh, yeah. absolutely. What is your overall outlook this upcoming new year in the production department? I mean, you think you guys are going to be ten times more busy with different you know custom builds, service side? Like, what's your thoughts on production side twenty twenty two? Well, you know, I love being busy. So whenever I see us, a lot of hours of, of product to build and that, it excites me. And right now we're there. I mean, inflation scares me a little bit. Sure. Um, cost of metal and cost of components is going it's up everywhere. Even lumber was up. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, lumber, you know, we rate things. That, that's yeah. lumber. And, and unfortunately, all those costs are end up going to the, to the end moon. user as well. So yeah. so I worry a little bit about if people are going to be a little bit more frugal and uh, maybe not purchase and it's going to slow us down. But you know that as of the company side of it, man, we are very, very strong. We're preparing to be there for our customers and have the products that they need. And we all know that people are going to need pumps and we're, they're going to need valves are going to need oh, all that. Yeah. So I think it's going to be strong and I think we're going to get through this. My concerns is the same thing as I go to store and grab a steak. You know, I don't want to spend 20 bucks on a steak. So <laughs> so instead, maybe I'll go get some get some tacos or something. So Yeah, I think that inflation worries is going to be there for next year. You know, I think the supply chain, like you said, eventually will calm down. But I think from a company standpoint, I agree with you. Doltmeyer is going to be pretty strong. We're going to have inventory. We're going to be able to take care of our customers. So yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat as you when it comes to oh, outlook. Yeah. yeah, again, it's all, everything's in, in waves. So we're prepared for it. So that's the main thing. Yeah. This is the holiday edition. So we I can't let you go without asking you, what'd you ask Santa Claus for Christmas? Any uh, special things that uh, you got lined up for Christmas? My wife and I decided this will be the first year. I've been with her now for 27 years. This will okay. be the first year that we decided not to do anything because oh, okay. you know, our kids are getting older now. So part of oh, what yeah. we decided to do is do a family vacation for our Christmas. Christmas present to our well, kids. That's and our what I'm talking about. Well, all the closures and the borders, you know, you can't really go on. We decided that we're just going to chill out and let the dust settle and maybe do a summer vacation. And okay. she wants me to do some projects at home. So I told her, how about that's what I'll do. Yeah. Now, of course, there's she's going to still get some under the tree because I'm yeah, not, not going to hang myself. You can't but, scrooge her like that. But as of me, I'm pretty simple. I got everything I need. So okay. I didn't ask for anything this year. Oh, you didn't ask for anything, huh? I really didn't. Nope. Okay, well, maybe Santa Claus be a surprise you underneath that Christmas tree. Uh, you know what? They all know I like my Chipotle, so I'll probably get some good Chipotle <laughs> gift cards, and, and I'll be really happy with that. I mean, your kids are all grown. Mine are still in that Santa's coming. Well, the fun you stage. Know, oh, it's fun. So, yeah, pretty much lined up at our house for the holidays. Yeah, some of the stuff that they're looking for, you know, with the supply chain, like those, uh, those gaming systems, right, that Nintendo Switch, that was tough to find this year. Oh, that's you good. Know? You got one. Yeah, so I think the kids will have a nice Christmas, but... Like you said, if I asked them a couple of years back, you know, or I even asked anyone here in the audience, like, what'd you guys get last Christmas or two Christmases ago? You're not going to remember any of that stuff. You probably enjoy the, the memory of it, but doing an experience like what you guys are talking about, you know, vacations and, and going out and discovering as a family together. I think those are the ones that, uh, you know, have yeah. a little more oomph. Yeah, credit goes to my wife on that one. She's the one that pulled up the article that, that said exactly what you said. They, they tell you, what did you get for Christmas four years ago? What did you do on vacation when you were four years old? Oh, well, and yeah. people will tell you, oh, I remember going to the beach, but they never remember what you got. So you never remember. it was her idea and I, it was easy sell for me. Well, when they do open everything up, just remember my mom, famous Laura, she got a house in the Philippines. So we'll be able to, to fly out there and there hang go. out in the Philippines for a little bit. All right. Well, John, hey man, I appreciate all the time getting on the show and maybe next year and get you back on. Absolutely. And thanks for having me. If you need to get a hold of John, you've got a project, got something that you'd like to get service. What would be the easiest way for them to get a hold of you, John? Well, best way to get a hold of us, 
1-800-228-9666. My extension is 5538. Or I could be emailed at any time at jc at daltmeyer.com. And um, other than that, you call up anybody and say, hey, get me a hold of John and they'll, they'll pass on over to me. You see? And that's the reason why he's got his own music. Yeah. All right. With that, guys, thanks for joining the show and we'll catch you on the next one.